0: Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello.
1: Good evening, Louise. How are you?
0: I'm very good. And once again, we're stepping into the metaverse this week. Now, we mentioned Grimes last week, but there has been a bit of an update on her, hasn't there?
1: Yes. So we went down a few rabbit holes last week about Grimes and about her embracing AI and how she is quite happy for her voice to be regenerated, I suppose you could say, um, and she's offering it out to people. And if they decide to do use her voice in any of their creations, she will split the royalties. Mm-hmm. So there was an update this week because she launched her own Elf Tech platform. And it's very community based. And her manager gave some really interesting feedback to the press Basically, what he said was that they were looking for a 50% split on the master recording loyalties in exchange for Grimes feature and distribution. So there's a small chance that the that the artists using AI can get publishing dollars, but they can't guarantee it at the moment. Mm -hmm. So her outlook on it was really quite interesting because she said that uh, creativity is conversation with those who came before us and those are going to come after us. So her idea is that instead of attempting to control everything that and her voice, she essentially says is a gift from the universe. She wants to open source her voice, let people access it. She says, let people access what the universe gave me as a gift. And if I do that, what are the new experiences that can be created out of that? So, I kind,
0: yeah, I kind of love that she's embracing it. But I also wonder if she's doing it partly out of being able to control it. Because if there isn't that kind of tech there, are people going to go and try and just scrape her voice anyway?
1: There is that argument, as in the Drake situation. Yes. Um, however, she's in a position to do this because she's not signed to a label.
0: That helps. So
1: she doesn't have, uh, yes, yeah, so she doesn't have any of the restrictions that an established artist at that level would have. So if you think of Universal Music last week, they sent down the takedown orders for the Drake track. But there's no one to send out a takedown order for a, a Grimes track because she doesn't have a label to protect. Mm. So it's quite interesting. So then I had a look at her platform, even though it for a phone number, which I wasn't really happy about. And it is quite interesting and it is really quite simple. You basically you can record your voice onto a track or directly from your PC. to That's your creation. Then you submit it. Um, when you submit it, they ask you a series of questions, the producer's name, who all the credits are, to upload your track, upload your images. And from there, then, it gets a little bit technical where it goes into the production, um, you know, how you quantify the melody, the music is for machines, um, how you edit the text, You know, there's lots of different ways around it. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different folders on the page. And that basically takes you to through the selection of of, of processes that have to be there. And then there's there is some a folder called bounces, which has some of her tracks in there, which I think have been created by other people. Wow. Yes. So there's three in there already. And one of them's down as a demo, three minutes, 11 seconds. So the whole thing is really interesting and to see how it evolves and how yeah. it affects artists coming through and the, their sustainability in this space.
0: Absolutely, because she actually did a call out for people to go and try it out because she wants people to almost road test it for her to see, I suppose, for bugs and see what's working, what's not working and how they can make it better perhaps and make it more user friendly. So it will be interesting to to see how it grows as the weeks go on and it gets a bit older and a bit used and, and changed. And Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think
1: so. I think you're right. And the other thing is there is a big, we are in beta mode type of disclaimer on it. What and the fact that, that they ask for your phone number means that they okay. really do want, to, mm-hmm. you know, to keep in touch as such. Mm-hmm. I don't think Grime's going to be calling me anytime soon. Can you
0: imagine? But, um,
1: yeah, but... <laughs> but it is a totally different direction. Now, it's helped by the fact that, you know, she's got two children for Elon Musk and she's financially stable. So so her risk is minimised.
0: Yes. yes, Really,
1: it's a win-win.
0: So she might as well give it a go. Like, there's nothing to really lose from it. And also, she's obviously interested in the technology as well, as am I. But would I risk it myself? I'm not sure I would. But, you know, I, I'm not uh, in her position, as you'd say.
1: Well... She sees her voice as a gift from the universe, right? And yeah. compare that to the amount of artists like Taylor Swift, for example, who want to have 100% control on every single thing about them. Yes. Like, there's a massive disparity. It's yeah. just a t- total different ends of the spectrum. I just find that her viewpoint is really intriguing. And her, you know, perception of what some people see as, as a threat, some people see it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I kind of love that, and I will be keeping an eye on what she gets up to. But we've spoken also about Mastercard quite a bit. Tell us a bit more about what they are currently doing.
1: So, I last month we discussed the Mastercard Artist Accelerator Program.
0: Yes, which was be.
1: launched yeah. mm-hmm. really quietly, hmm. kind of into the into the Web three kind of the ecosystem. I got a press release about it, and I was intrigued to see what it would be like because. People underestimate, actually, the innovation level that MasterCard do across all future technology and across all market sectors to enable people to have, you know, more frictionless, painless payment and to engage with the brands and the vendors that they want to more easily. And what I really like about this is it's teaching artists how to become sustainable by using Web3 to control all their work, control their income and to learn lots of new business and music production structures. So even though I'm not an artist at all, I signed up to see what would happen. And last week I got the invitation to mint the NFT. So I minted the NFT, which is a beautiful moving 3D model of three channels of a sound desk with um, like like a microchip golden diagram and it rotates. And as it rotates, sound waves come out one side and an old fashioned golden microphone comes out the other side. And it's really good. So when you unlock unlock that, then it unlocks all the features and benefits that you get to be a part of with this accelerator. So what it has on its menu is you can learn how to use Web3, learn how it can power the music industry. I can learn how to build a community through digital collectibles, i.e. NFTs how you can get started in music Web3, how to make an NFT collection and drop it, cause, you know, you drop, drop a yeah. collection mm-hmm. and the engagement models, which and they're great. But what I really liked is the fact that they have a selection of up and coming artists who are on the journey into Web3 music and they're young artists. It's one, two, three, four, five of them. And it just goes through the type of music that they have. Um, some of them have won Latin Grammy Awards. They would be quite well respected in their own territories and then you can learn from mentors now I don't know who these mentors are um, Ian Rogers Nifay Brian Tronzo Letitia and another guy but obviously like they have serious credibility if they're in this program so I think it's you know really helpful and it's real tech for good for the music industry the fact that someone like Mastercard is really driving artists to help them with this next level of sustainability.
0: And I find it interesting. You know, for their careers. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I find it interesting when you compare it with the likes of AI and what Grimes is doing. It's completely different because this is giving the artists the opportunity to run the show themselves and decide what they want to do within the world of Web3 and AI and all this new information that we're all being thrown out. And I've been following somebody else on Twitter and they were saying that artists kind of need to be on it, whether they're involved in it or at least they know what's going on in it so that they can participate if they need to. And this is this sounds like a great way of doing that.
1: Yes, and they they have really specialist knowledge. You know, so they've got people who are really specialist in NFTs, specialist in crypto, specialist in production. They have legal advice, legal mentors. And the whole beauty about this is that it takes the power and the control away from a label. Mm-hmm. This is where I think this helicopter view of Grimes unlocking the Pandora's box and then MasterCard enabling a generation of artists to to find the Pandora's box and then unlock it for themselves is is really exciting and it is the metaverse but it's in our lives and it's in our time and it's just um, really good to see a big corporation to drive this type of change from the ground up.
0: Is it easy to find information on it for anyone that's looking?
1: Yes, if you just put in mastercard.com into Google it will take you right there.
0: Brilliant brilliant here we
1: must keep whole, it, yeah. yeah like it. all the educational content is there the connective content um, the technical content it's extremely good and I think they'll do events and I think because I'm not actually an artist I've only got to one level mm-hmm. I think it's three or four levels to go
0: excellent so it'd be definitely worth having a look at well no doubt you'll be back next week with some more info for us but Ciara thank you so much
1: thanks Louise